Encore with Claire O'Brien. Arts and entertainment for the Midlands. With the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCrowTheatre.com Writers Unleashed in Leash, a new collection of fiction from a writer's group that grew out of the COVID-19 pandemic. Calendar Girls, entertaining, saving a life and saving the world, maybe. Funhouse Theatre Group want your support for their venture in support of Offaly Hospice and music for this time of the year and beyond. You're listening to Encore on Midlands 103, your dedicated culture, arts and entertainment programme here on Midlands 103. We're here with you between 7 and 8 every Thursday night and would love to hear from you. Tonight on the programme, get in touch on 083 30 10 103 by text or WhatsApp. That's the Lamb Brothers Midlands 103 text line and Encore at Midlands103.com will get me any time, day or night. A couple of things happening that you might want to put in your diary before we go any further because the diary is very important as we come up to Christmas time. If you want to take a step away from the madness that we are in at the moment in Athlone, Corlar Tira's inaugural Christmas concert will take place on Friday the 22nd of December. That is in Our Lady Queen of Peace Church at 8 o'clock. The holidays from school will have started. The madness will be really getting going it sounds like a really pleasant way to spend a Friday evening before Christmas. Clara Musical Society are presenting The Magic of Christmas on Wednesday the 20th of December at half past eight and that is in St. Bridget's Church in Clara. Tickets for that event are at Clara Musical I'll say that again clarams.com and in local venues and for the Athlone event those tickets are available on Eventbrite where you'll find a few more details. Now if you're a podcast fan, are you a podcast fan? I have a new recommendation for you. Uh, It is UK based, it's recorded on a Monday but I think it drops a couple of days later now I listened to the third episode this morning I've been listening to it for the last couple of weeks and I have really enjoyed Marina Hyde who is a sports writer an award winning sports writer a comedy writer and a satirist she's very witty, very sharp. You wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of her. She is in conversation with the quiz nerd, the TV presenter and author of the Thursday Murder Club series. That's Richard Osman. The programme is called The Rest is Entertainment. It is really enjoyable. It's very informative. It's a bit of a romp through everything from Nigel Farage and the Jungle to Squid Game to the Marvel Universe, Robbie Williams and a couple of other documentaries that have come out recently. You will get it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it's only three episodes old, so you can get in early uh, and get you know, join it close to the start if that is your thing. If you have a podcast recommendation or any other recommendations, we would love to hear them from you. Encore at midlands103.com uh, But particularly tonight, you know, we're coming right up to Christmas. Is there a book that's, that you read this year? Is there an album that you listened to? Is there something, an event that you went to? Um, an artist that you saw? A, a somebody whose work that you bought that you think uh, our listeners should know about and should be thinking about as they're filling stockings in the next few weeks. 083 30 10 103. This is your time to give us some 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 tips, some ideas. What would you recommend that somebody buy for somebody else for in the arts world this year uh, for Christmas? Now, we are going to take a little piece of music 
if you're a long time listener of the programme you know that it would not be an encore December without the song that has really become the only tradition that we have on the programme not great for tradition really trying and keep things a little bit fresh but this is one that we play every single year um I love it. If it's your first time to hear it, um, it's different, but it's a great Christmas song. It is from Tom Waits' Blue Valentine album. It's from 1978, but it is just such a great song. This is the Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis. You're listening to Encore on Midlands 103. Just got a a message from um, Arthur Broomfield, who has been on to say... um, that he will be promoting his new poetry collection at home in Ireland in Lee Shopping Centre next Friday the 15th of December. It's also available in the Nook and Cranny in Paddy's in Paddy Dowling's in Portleash in All Books Portleash in in O'Gorman's Mount Mellick and if you uh, are promoting something that you have created over the last while uh, whether it's an album or a book or whatever it happens to be 083 30 10 103 tonight we really want to hear from you there we go again more texts coming in you're listening to Encore on Midlands 103 we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we are heading to the writers of Leash Unleashed stay with us Encore, in association with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone, our bright and airy AIB gallery and cosy theatre bar can cater for smaller private events too. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com You're listening to Encore on Midlands 103. Well, my friend Shirley told me the other day that the writers group that she has been involved in for a long time were had on their act together as she said and had published a collection of their work so it launched last night in Port Leash I popped along and I chatted to some of those present and this piece of audio features features four of the readings and the readers who were there on the night and it opens with Maria Dunn from Cool Rain in Camros because I asked her as we stood in the library in Port Leash to set the scene for us these are the writers unleashed Set the scene? Wow. This is like the question I saw on a film in Netflix last night when a lady asked somebody to describe gold to a visually impaired person. So we're going to set the scene to people who are not here. Um, the library in Portlaoise is the new library and it's an absolutely fabulous facility. It has all Christmas decorations which is illuminating and shining brightly on our group. Um, We're here tonight to launch um, a collaboration of uh, literary um, kind of achievements and accomplishments that each individual has really striven and worked very hard to do. Um, We've all come from different places. We all came together um, in different emotional and you know, journeys in in our own lives, you know, between, you know, grief and whatever else. So we were all coming from different places and we kind of melted and blended. And we encouraged each other to kind of bring that emotional journey and that light that was deep in us and bring out, as I'm going to say tonight, to bring out the beauty within and let it feed your soul. So it was kind of a healing process as well. Um, some of the group are new. Um, there's four, there's one, two, three, 
four of the original group that started first and it was when we came out of COVID we met up just to literally feel alive again literally and we started in Bloom in Madrath, which is another fabulous facility. Mm-hmm. And Regina Dunn, who is here tonight as a guest, she was actually the manager there at the time and she was so willing to bring us in and accommodate us and to absolute support us and promote us and everything. And we had a lovely tutor, Ryan Dunn from LOETV, and we took on the course and we moved on to a second course with him. And then we kind of left with this over-eagerness that we couldn't fill on our own. And we moved down to Carlo. And we went to Carlo College and with uh, Professor Owen Smith. And we absolutely blossomed. We caught the bud. We bit it in our teeth and we ran with it. <laughs> but, uh, Professor Owen Smith was just amazing. He's a very accomplished uh, author himself. So then we kind of said, look, we're not going to leave it here either, lads. So we came back and we said, well, you know, can we set up a group in Portlaoise, you know? So then we kind of opened it up and we did a course in a follow-up course then again in Portlaoise. So we've three courses done. And we linked in with some of those classmates and we brought them with us. So this is our little group now. And then we kind of said, well, look, we're not going to do all this for nothing. And we've come so far and we've tried so hard. Now, we are not Shakespeare's and we will not claim to be. And we hope maybe someday we might be, you know. (laughs) But we have... We've just enjoyed our journey. We've learned so much. We took on this self-publishing project from nothing. Um... We design, uh, one of our members designed the whole uh, outside of the cover and she had it literally on a complex box. And then we kind of got the editor, is one, one of our group is a good editor, he's good IT. And he kind of said, look, we'll pull it all together and, you know, I'll do the editing maybe and whatever and I'll try and pull it together. So we said, yeah, go ahead with that one. So between us all... I was kind of the leader of the pack, as you can kind of notice, and I kind of, you know, pulled them all in, yeah, come on, you know, if you were able to do this and you were able to do that and whatever, and I have to say, we learned from each other, we developed, we, we healed, and we kind of shone, and, you know, you don't start out without making mistakes, and obviously people will probably find little bits and up and down mistakes in our book but it's our achievement it's our first step and we hope it'll be the first to men. Sitting down with my cup of tea I thought I'd everything done when suddenly it struck me I hadn't collected the go-kart from my sister's house nearly having a heart attack I grabbed my mobile phone to ring my sister to see if she could bring it over to her I realised it was after midnight and she would probably be gone to bed. But knowing this, I still took the chance of bringing her, as I needed my little boy's Christmas present from his mum and dad. My sister answered her phone, shouting out, I had forgotten to pick up the go-kart. Da-da. She told me she had a few glasses of wine and wouldn't be able to drive and that I may walk over to her place and try and bring it back myself, as there was no one else I could drag out of bed at this hour of the night. It was a bitterly cold and frosty night, and the black room was glittering like a Christmas bauble as I made my way over to my sister's house. When I arrived,
arrived, she had the go-kart out in the driveway, ready to go. You may sit on it and ride it back over, she said, laughing at me. My name's Catherine Delaney. What's it been like for you to be part of this creating writing oh. group? It's been absolutely fabulous, I have to say. It's, it's, I always say to the women, it's like that, you know, the way you're always looking for that escape. Well, the time writing the book was the escape, the time reading all their stories was the escape from the housework and everything else that goes with it. So, yeah, it's been phenomenal, phenomenal. But it's a journey that's kind of been going for about maybe... 12 years now and I have to be honest it's brilliant to see a fruition of a book coming out of it because I've been writing and storing and writing and storing <laughs> so it's great now to see an actual product <laughs> Does it make a difference to have a group to work with rather than being on your own at home? Oh god yeah oh yeah I mean the group dynamic is everything because at the end of the day when you're writing something and you're reading it yourself you're not going to critique yourself you know what I mean whereas when you throw it out there and you make that move to let somebody else have a look at your work it's great for them to give you a bit of feedback whether it's positive or negative it doesn't matter it's all feedback uh, tell us about the, the book itself. Uh, have you some connection to the designer of the cover, which is really fabulous. We heard a lovely story about that from Maria. Yeah, uh, the book design, uh, the cover was my daughter, Nicole. Um, she's absolutely massively creative, always has been. She Anything to do with art <laughs> is her genre, but she's, she's absolutely fantastic at storytelling also. Um, yeah, she, she was at home one evening and she was trying to figure out what she'd do for it. So she was tearing up papers and cornflake boxes and tea bags and <laughs> and this is what she produced which is fabulous I'm so proud of her so proud of her the O'Sullivan family were sitting in nicely to their new home in Orchard Hollows which nestles on a strip of land about four miles from the town of Oxendale Oshin and Emer had bought bought the cottage along with a half acre of land from the money their father had left in their will following his death just after the full harvest moon Oshin laughed heartily as he watched Emer play with the two girls Three-year-old Kathleen and Bridget, who had just turned 12. Both girls like tumbling in the grass meadows, squealing with joy. Hushing throughout his chest with pride, as he stood to admire the work he had done around the cottage over the few months that they had moved into it. Breaking off from the two... Dermot Barrett. Dermot, tell me about your writing journey. You sound like a man, you get the impression <laughs> of a man who enjoys what he does. Well, my great writing journey kind of started, funnily enough, when I got angry with a teacher. And I just put, found a piece of blank paper and a pen and just went at it after that. And then I ended up being introduced to a wonderful lady called Denise Dunn, who kept at me and at me for years that there'd be a book in me and I just kept going and then I, for a while I lost the interest and I found this wonderful group of people that kind of re-sparked it back in me and now I'm here again. <laughs> Dare I say, you're probably on the younger end of the crew that are here? Yeah, I would be the youngest of 29. And probably lots to learn from that yes, older crew. Yeah, there's a lot to learn, a lot of great stories and a lot of great advice from all of them and it comes in handy. From being part of a creative writing group, uh, I've learned that you can you can write anything, and no matter what it is, somebody will read it, and it, it gives great confidence to your voice that you can put it on the paper. And I've noticed personally that it's helped my anxiety. That putting things to paper and getting it out of my head, it it helps. My story is called Do Your Diary, and um, it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, it's based on a girl in an office, I suppose is the easiest way to describe it. And so it's Dear Diary, Monday the 12th of December. Well, it's the start of another week, and so far it's not looking so good. I'm 26 next week, and under slight duress, 
well, more than slight rest from Susie, but that's another story. I went for my first complete beauty overhaul, booked and accompanied by so-called best friend Susie. Manicure, which was grand. Pedicure, which was grand. Overall waxing. Why? Why would any woman knowingly go through this? My sister had a baby three weeks ago, and there's no way childbirth was as painful as this. Go for an eyebrow wax, said Susie. A lip wax, said Susie. A Brazilian wax, a leg wax, an underarm wax, said Susie. There won't be a bother on you, said Susie. Well, needless to say, my face looks like it's been stung by a thousand bees and don't even get me started on my lips. I look like a character from Spitting Image. Shirley Callanan from... A, a kind of a COVID activity to published writer. Is that the journey that you expected? Um, absolutely not, no. Um, I've done two of the courses during COVID through Zoom and then uh, the opportunity came to do a level five, I think. So it's a Leaving Cert equivalent write, creative writing course. And I said, here, sure, we'll give it a go. And then I met all these group of amazing people. And when the course was over, we stayed on together. We had a writing group and we met twice a month. And then somebody said, well, we write a book of short stories. And that's how it all began. And here we are. And here we are. And as you were reading your story, it was called Dear Diary. How did that feel to hear the audience laughing along? Um, it's lovely to get that reaction because that's what you're hoping that you're that you're going to do, that you're going to give people a little bit of a giggle. But when you're standing up there and you're reading it, it doesn't sound as funny, you know, when you're you know, when you're reading it out. But yeah, no, it was lovely. It was it's kind of surreal, if you know what I mean. You know, you, you never think that even though it's only small, but you never think that something like this is going to actually happen. It's an unusual one for me, um, but it's a story about ultimate revenge. And is there such a thing as perfect murder? Because murder, whilst it's a physical act, it's also a mental act. Um, and does it bring closure and forgiveness, or ultimately does evil beget evil? So I'm just going to read you the first chapter of it anyway. I stare at the bathroom mirror, creaking my head from side to side. My face is flawless, and my hair naturally fancy blonde. My name is Martha. I'm a murderer, you see, part-time librarian, choir coach, and all-round good girl. I have a secret. I am a secret. And secrets can be deadly. Helen O'Brien from Durrow in Leash, just out the road. Murder is on your mind, Helen. Oh, I love a good murder. I shouldn't, sorry, I shouldn't say that, but I love the, the mindset and the theatre behind it and, you know, this, you never really know somebody at the end of the day, you know, and you can have the most kindest person and incapable of the most inhumane and horrible things and I just kind of like to just go behind the facade or behind the shirt and behind the face of the person. So, um, yeah, my tutor, Ryan Dunn, keeps saying that I murdered more men in, in his writing course than many of his students so my poor husband sleeps with one eye open <laughs> uh, what possessed you to join the writing course well my my dad had two uncles and you know they had the good room and it was filled with books and if you were really good you were allowed in to pick one of these books and I just devoured them. I adored books. And then 
you know, you grow up and get sensible and life gets in the way and you stop writing and you just focus on fact after fact. And uh, when I retired, just before COVID, talk about timing, I decided, well, right, this is the time. I have no excuses now. I have time. So I just needed to find my voice and I needed to just get a bit of confidence. And, you know, I used to always say, if you have a book, you can travel the world from your armchair. So it was time to put my money where my mouth was, you know, and start writing. I have two quotes which I feel underpin our group, our passion, our successful progression on this literary journey. The first one is Vincent van Gogh, and he said, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. And Albert Einstein said, creativity is seeing what others see and thinking what no one else ever thought. And we are good at that. (laughs) Tonight, we as a group are proud to validate these words. And validate those words. They absolutely did. Congratulations to all of the writers. Uh, Jerry wasn't, had hoped to be there and was didn't make it. And Nicole, I think, had hoped to be there as well and wasn't able to make it. But it was a beautiful night in the library in Port Leash last night. And you can feel the love in the room and the support and the encouragement that was there for all of those writers. Uh, congratulations to Writers Unleashed on their first publication. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back we will be talking about Calendar Girls and how you can do some good for the world, for yourself and enjoy the arts at the same time. Stay with us to find out more. Midlands 183's Encore with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Live theatre, drama, dance, music, comedy, musical theatre, panto. Your home of entertainment for all. DeanCrowTheatre.com Well, when you're faced with the choice of paying some music from the soundtrack to the film Calendar Girls, and that was written by Patrick Doyle, or the musical Calendar Girls, which was written by uh, Gary Barlow, what do you do? You go for something completely different and you put in some Neil Sedaka instead. And I bet that many of you were tapping your toes, even in spite of yourself, listening to Calendar Girl there by Neil Sedaka. I did put the call out earlier on, 083 30 10 103, uh, if you have some art to promote, some music, um, a book that you've written, um, a show that you're involved in to promote and let us know about that somebody might like in their stocking this Christmas or an idea for a Christmas present to drop us a line. We really do would like to hear from you. 083 30 10 103 by text or by WhatsApp. Uh, why are we playing the Calendar Girls on the programme? Well, it's really interesting because a little bit later on in the year... Um, in May of 2024, Funhouse Theatre Company are producing the Calendar Girls and they are working alongside the Offaly Hospice and doing a Sunflower Step Challenge to raise money. And they would like you to help them out with this. So I wanted to find out a little bit more. Why do we want to be promoting at this stage of the year in December something that's going to happen in May? Well, Sinead Handy of Funhouse Theatre had a really good response to that for me. The arts can entertain us, save the world, and save our health. Tell me, what are you bringing bringing all of this together? All together, combining us all, yeah. Um, we have the answer for you all. So, um, in really in conjunction with the Offaly Hospice, we are launching our Sunflower Steps Challenge um, to get us all healthy and 
and talking and get together and to raise lots of funds for the Offaly Hospice um, and Funhouse Theatre Company um, because we are producing a fantastic musical called Calendar Girls in the month of May. So, um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. We're, we're combining drama and musical and uh, healthy healthy activity um, all together. Um, so we'd love to get as many people as possible involved um, in our Sunfire Steps Challenge. Um, it's an eight-week challenge that will kick off on the 6th of January 2024. Feels a bit strange saying that, but that's, that's what's oh, It's uh, only promise. around the corner at this stage, I know, isn't it? only around the corner, yeah, absolutely. And we'll finish with a wrap party on the 8th of March. So the 6th of January actually has a bit of meaning. It's the Women's Little Christmas. Um, so lots of people will be out maybe celebrating the day with friends and family. Um, and we are organising a night out in the warehouse, the old warehouse, on the 6th of January. And then that Monday then, <laughs> we're asking all those that have signed up to our challenge to get out, get moving. Um, any sort of activity, will convert our app will convert it to steps. Um, and there is prizes for, I suppose, the team or the individual with the most steps um, counted by the end of the eight weeks. And there is also a prize for the most money raised. Um, and that will we'll wrap up on the 8th of March, which is actually International Women's Day. And Fantastic. that will wrap up with, again, yeah, nice, nice little link there. Um, and it's, again, we'll, we'll have another party because we're all about fun. <laughs> um, that, that's, why, that's why we're called Fun House. Uh, all about having the crack. So we'll have another party on the 8th of March to celebrate what we've achieved in the eight weeks and to, I suppose, hand over hopefully a nice, nice size check to the Offaly Hospice as well because um, that's what it's all about. Okay. Um, it, is it complex to do this to to link to the app to do all of that? First of all, I suppose is the to get the technical no, stuff it, out of the way. No, not really. And we do have, I suppose, we have a step by step guide on our website, and we also will have. I mean, for anybody that that's a little bit um, not too tech savvy like myself, um, we will have, I suppose, the old fashioned printout cards for anyone that wants to register and take part. But once they go to funhouse.ie, there is a link there that they just click on. And it will give you a step-by-step guide as to how to register. Once you've registered, um, it's like a simple Google form that you register with. You will receive an email. And once you get that email, you just follow the next step. And that's basically it. You're registered and ready to go. Um, and then you download an app. It's the it's Corporate Fitness uh, app is the one we're going to be using. And that will literally convert. Say you enjoy cycling or you enjoy swimming or yoga it will convert all your movement into steps for you. So you don't have to worry about that. And it will link to the um, to your fundraiser page, basically. So okay. it, it, it does it all for you. Yeah. Fantastic. It's foolproof. It's foolproof. Foolproof. <laughs> um, but at this moment, I don't know yeah. about you, but they, where, where I work, the, the quality street are working their way around the room. Um, Absolutely. I've gone through a few boxes myself. <laughs> and it's... It's sweets and it's biscuits and it's cake and it's lunches out and it's parties yeah. and it's yeah. uh, it's indulgence, indulgence, indulgence. <laughs> and when we were chatting about this earlier. I said, Do you know, is is this something that we want to talk about before Christmas? And your sense is that absolutely, yeah. We, people, maybe maybe we're tuning into the the angel on our shoulder that's reminding us this can't go on forever. This this that's diet it, of quality yeah, street. I, <laughs> I think life is all about balance, isn't it? So, I mean, you know, you have to have the good times and the good times are important and enjoy yourselves and, and you know, have that exercise of cake and, 
you know, go out and have a have a social drink with, with with your friends and family. But I suppose there does come a time where you have to look after yourself. Not just, I mean, not just health wise, but mental health as well is fierce important. And the winter can be quite long, so I mean, getting out and about and exercising in whatever way, um, you know, you feel comfortable doing, is a great way to you know keep the mind and the body healthy. You know, so yeah. um, and so, and just connect with friends and family as well, which is great. You know. Eat, drink and be merry, safe in the knowledge that you have a plan in place for the new year. Absolutely. <laughs> and a fun plan. Yeah, get together with your friends, uh, friends, neighbours, you know, and uh, link up with them. There'll be someone there that'll be able to, to, to manage the, the tech side of things. And get out, yeah, get moving, get stepping. And it's all for super cause, the Offaly Hospice. I mean, they do so much for our community and it's great that we're going to have, um, you know, the, the, the hospice in the Midlands it's so badly needed. I think mm. everybody, you know, has been affected in some way or other um, with cancer and, and the hospice just provides such an, a, a fantastic service to, to our community. So, um, yeah, we're, we're very passionate about, about raising as much funds as, as we can. As you can. And this is in connection yeah. with your own production, which is happening in May. So even further down yes. the line of, of Calendar yes. Girls. Tell me about the connection between Calendar the two Girls. of those. Yeah. So we, yeah, so we we've always wanted to, to stage a musical, and I suppose the cost of doing so is just you know it's it's enormous. But the Calendar Girls, the musical, it's it's quite a special one. And just when we got the rights, when we were you know the rights were made available, um, we just we just snapped it up because we just thought the connection between the hospice and Calendar Girls is is huge. Mm. So basically, the storyline of Calendar Girls for anyone that that isn't aware of it. The Women's Institute over in England. So I suppose the same as the I was going to say the ISA or the ICA. ICA, that's the one. So it was a similar kind of similar idea. So the so the Women's Institute over in England. This is a true story, by the way. They got together. One of the women's husbands was diagnosed with leukemia and sadly passed away, and they wanted to raise funds for their local hospice. So they decided to do something a little bit different, which was producing a nude calendar. And it was extremely successful and they ended up raising lots of money for, for their hospice. So the musical is based around that storyline. It is heartbreakingly sad, but also hilariously funny. Um, one minute you're, you know, you're, you're laughing uncontrollably and then you might shed a tear or two for, for the next bit of the storyline. Um, it's just one of those pieces of theatre that's just, you have to witness it to experience it. You know, it's, it's, it's magical to, to see it on stage. So I suppose the storyline of the Calendar Girls and then the Offaly Hospice being situated in, obviously, in Tullamore, it just seemed like the right choice. And uh, thankfully, the Offaly Hospice team are, are you know, hugely behind us and very supportive of what we're doing. So we're very excited. Funhouse.ie is where you will find all the details about the theatre company that Sinead was telling us about there, but also about their project there to do some fundraising for Offaly Hospice. That's Funhouse.ie and Sinead Handy there telling us all about it. We're going to take a quick break. When I come, when we come back, we have a couple of recommendations for you that have been coming in on the text line about things that you might like to give as gifts in related to the arts this year or uh, indeed uh, that you might like to promote work that you might like to promote yourself. So we'll do that when we come back after the break here on Encore. 083 30 10 103 is the number if you still want to get in. Encore on Midlands 183. Your arts and entertainment for the Midlands with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCrowTheatre.com 
Well, I asked you to send in some suggestions for arts-related Christmas presents, and you have been busy. Uh, Margaret and Burr said she was... Well, just when we mentioned Richard Osmond earlier, uh, Osman earlier on, that she loved the latest in the Thursday Murder Club series, and she says they're a, a great collection of books for anybody who is interested in a little bit of light entertainment, a laugh, and maybe a few tears as well. George in Westmeath said, "Go out and get yourself some tickets for your local." art centre or indeed a voucher so I went through what's happening in the next little while at the various different art centres the Attitude Stage uh, company are presenting the, uh, sorry Attitude Stage Schools Panto is opening tomorrow night and it's running then Friday and Saturday night at the Dean Crow Theatre. The Little Mermaid continues at the Mullingar Art Centre until the 30th of of, um December. Somebody texted in specifically about that saying that tickets for that would be a great Christmas gift if you can get them. It's selling out very well. Elfie is saving Christmas all around the Midlands. He is in Dunamace from the 17th to the 21st and I think he's moving on to Westmeath then if you can catch him. Also in Dunamace on the 20th if you've never seen it on the big screen it's really worthwhile. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is happening there. Um it's a really nice cinematic experience. And Burr Theatre's Common Ground exhibition continues in December and January. It's uh, on during opening hours for the theatre. You don't have to op- to to pay or contact the booking office. It is free between one and half past five every day. Um, we also got a, a message from Keith Watts, who is an artist from Streamstown in County Westmeath. He has two exhibitions currently running over Christmas. He has a painting in the Lewin Gallery in the Salar exhibition in Athlone, and that runs until the 8th of February. He is also exhibiting in Ardgillen Castle in Dublin, and that runs till the 22nd of December. And if you want to find out about Keith's work or to contact him for commissions, he is on Instagram as Keith Watts Artist and you'll find him there. That is almost it for me for this evening. Um, encore at midlands103.com is the email address. Do drop me a line next week. I'm really looking forward to a couple of things. One of them is talking to Mick Lynch about Christmas number ones and what is in the pot there. What might be the 2024 Christmas number one. I don't think this one ever made it to Christmas number one but it's a lovely one to play out with. I only saw the video for it recently for the very first time and it's a really lovely one. Um, it is Peace on Earth, the little drummer boy from Bing Crosby and the wonderful David Bowie. You're listening to Encore on Midlands 103. Take care of yourself now. Good night. From the greatest gigs to the best community shows, enjoy it all in the comfort of our newly refurbished theatre. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com.